you could have more fulfillment and ease in your professional and personal life and still be ambitious. Join me, Kathy Onetto, founder of Sustainable Ambition, for conversations with experts, authors, and friends on what it means to live with sustainable ambition. Learn concepts, tips, and tools to craft a fulfilling career on your terms while still being ambitious and avoiding burnout. For show notes from this episode, visit sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Now, let's learn more to help you craft your career to support your life from decade to decade. On to today's conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm trying something a little different today on this solo episode. I've received some suggestions for new show formats and links, so I thought I'd try one out today. If you have any feedback on the show, good or constructive, please send on to me at podcast at sustainableambition.com. I'd be so grateful. Really, any feedback is valuable and appreciated so I can make sure the show is helpful to you. That's really important to me. So what I wanted to do today is provide you with a couple of challenges. Now, I know it's the summer and I've been advocating taking things down a notch. So it's a bit odd for me to say I'd like to challenge you. But I promise (laughs) these challenges are consistent with me championing us all to find a bit more space in our lives right now. I was just reading an article on burnout from The Economist's 1843 magazine by Josh Cohen, who is a psychoanalyst, academic, and writer. And he had this to say at the end, quote, burnout is not simply a symptom of working too hard. It is also the body and mind crying out for an essential human need, a space free from the incessant demands and expectations of the world. The amelioration of burnout begins in finding your own pool of tranquility where you can cool off, end quote. I loved this insight and the metaphor of the pool of tranquility to cool off. You know, it's true. It's not just work that has put too many demands on us, although for many of us, we have to be on, it seems, 24-7 for our work. But it's also what society expects of, say, parenthood these days, or it's how technology, social media, and the news media eat up our time and our attention. You know, really in today's modern society, it's just so easy to get overloaded and feel these incessant demands and expectations. So the intent of this episode is to help us find that pool of tranquility, which is perfect for this overly hot summer many of us have been experiencing. So how do we allow ourselves to cool off? How do we cut down on all the demands and expectations of the world? So again, here are three challenges I'm going to present to you, or perhaps you can just think of them as questions you can ponder. Um, And if you happen to be listening to this while you're walking or driving, perhaps consider pausing to think about each of them as you go along. So the first, I'd like to challenge you to not do it all and to simplify your life. I'm going to offer a few prompts to see if they bring to mind ideas of tasks you can cut from your list. I mean it, like really cut things from your list and no longer have them on your to-do list. So when you look at your life and your to-do list, 
what can you strike off the list completely? Like, what are you willing to surrender and just not do because it's not a priority right now and it shouldn't command your attention? So that's the first question. The next question or prompt to consider to help you get things off your list is, what can you strip away from your busy life and still be fulfilled and happy? You know, I don't think many of us realize just how little it takes actually to to find some fulfillment and happiness in each day. So are there things you can actually strip away and still feel like you'll be fulfilled and happy in your life? The next question is to look at kind of what's on your full plate of your life. And what if you could actually take something away and actually remove an irritant? Is there something that's really been like a thorn in your side where you're like, wow, if I just changed this one thing or eliminated it, it would actually remove something that's been irritating me for so long. And then a final one is just, what can you eliminate to just simplify your life? Is there something right now that you have on your to-do or that's a part of your everyday that's just complicating things? What if you were to eliminate it and in doing so, simplify your life? So stop now and think, what is at least one action item you will cut from your to-do list? Or perhaps it's one activity that's kind of currently a part of your active everyday life. Think about that. Just pause and say, like, what's one thing at least that I can get rid of? And then I want to suggest, like, how do you know you're onto something here? (laughs) Because you're going to feel really joyful when you think about getting rid of it. I think I mentioned this on a prior solo episode that that's how I felt when I finally cut several projects from my own to do list. I was not only relieved, but I almost felt guilt giddy and and it felt it was it was pretty immediate that I felt that, and it actually felt like a win to cut something from my list as opposed to feeling like I was letting myself down. It actually felt really empowering and I felt strong in making those decisions to get those things off of my plate as opposed to having them linger and feel like they had to continue to be there and that they had to be things that um, I needed to absolutely do. Now, I know this sounds counterintuitive, this last thing that I'm going to say here, but if there is an action you need to do to actually get something off your list, like delegate the task to someone on your team, or frankly, even to a family member, or perhaps you might need to renegotiate with someone, like telling someone you said yes to that you need to back out. Um, Commit to taking this action when you finish listening here. Okay, so it's great when you have a thought and then you immediately can act on it and take action and get into motion. So think about And just commit now to taking this action after you finish listening. And then also think about how you want to hold yourself accountable to do that. Okay, so that is the first challenge to not do it all and simplify your life. Okay, so let's move on to the second challenge, which is about resetting expectations. Now, many of us ambitious folk have high expectations and get impacted by society's shoulds. 
So I'd like to challenge you to replace a should do on your to-do list with a get to do. So doing something you're excited about and you'll enjoy is more likely to build up your resilience stores than pushing yourself to do a should, which frankly is likely going to uh, deplete or take, you know, take down your resilience stores. So take a pause now and think about what is a should do you'll cut from your list and what's a get to do you'll add. So for example, for me, a should do that I had on my list was to create my next series of vlogs for my new YouTube channel. And I have chosen for this moment in time to put a pause on that. And I took that should do off my list for this quarter. And instead I added something like I get to do is a, um, I get to read fiction books. I had not been reading fiction. I had not really had space for it at the beginning of this year. And I've started to put those, those back into my reading routine. And I've been really enjoying it. And it's been helping me during this time of the summer to rejuvenate. Um, and I'm actually devouring books in a couple of days <laughs> and sometimes getting upset with myself because I'm getting so attached to the storyline where I I'm, you know, hours later, uh, kind of still in the book and, and wanting to get it read uh, so quickly. Um, but it's also quite enjoyable and it's definitely um, building up my resilience stores and it's, it's forcing me to pause and create some space for myself. So that shift from feeling I had to have something else on my action item list that was kind of business building, say, or being of value to my community that that just felt weighty. But actually putting something on my get-to-do list, which takes up time, but is way more uh, fulfilling in the short term. And just, again, for me, needing to fill up my resilience stores um, really has helped me. So, what this is doing is it's saying like, let's take a should do where we have these high expectations and maybe we can reset those expectations of what needs to be done right now. Perhaps this should do doesn't need to be taken on. And instead, can you take that off your plate to take, to create a little bit of space for a get to do and something that is going to help build up your resilience stores and frankly, in the end, give you more energy for what really matters and demands your attention and focus right now in your life. Okay, so that's the second challenge is reset expectations. So shift a should do to a get to do. All right, so now on to number three, the last one which is to challenge you to not just reset expectations, but now I want you to lower your expectations. So the idea here is to embrace being bad at things or accept not needing to be good at them. So I love this as a challenge for the summer and this idea of cooling off linked to the idea of lowering expectations. And maybe this play, playing with this, can give you the freedom to try out a new hobby, say. Try out something that you might not be good at and that you need to practice and, and be willing to be in that novice kind of stage. And that idea tees up. There was a really enjoyable article, and I'm going to get her name wrong, I'm sure, <laughs> reading this. So I forgive me um, in this. But there was an article by Xenia Hanusiak in 
the magazine, online magazine Psyche, and I'll capture that in the show notes. But she talked about embracing being an amateur. And I really took away this idea of being able to be in spaciousness and flow by having this freedom to not strive and be excellent at something. And I think in doing so, it can create space and joy versus constantly feeling like we need to achieve and excel. So I also appreciated a story by Amy Barnhorst in Psychology Today. She had an article in there where she talks about the fact she's a doctor and she actually ended up having two children while in medical school. And while she strived and like wanted to be excellent at everything and be kind of like a perfectionist say prior to that, she realized she really couldn't do everything to perfection anymore. And so her advice in this article is to get really clear on what you want to be good at and then also get really comfortable with the things you'll let go. So again, it's this lowering of expectations. And I think by willing to be not perfect at certain things, it frees us up to be good at what matters. So I'm going to leave you with three prompts to really challenge you to lower your expectations. So the first one is, what is something on your list where you can lower your expectations of the desired outcome or effort? So is there something right now that you are working on or doing where you're like, yeah, I need to get this done, but perhaps I don't need to do it to that degree of output, or perhaps, you know, I want to limit the amount of effort I put into it. Okay. So number two, the second question is what's something fun you can do this summer where you can allow yourself to be an amateur and just play with no expectations or striving. Like do something like take up surfing or (laughs) do knitting or I don't know, play the guitar, Um, do something where you can just be an amateur and just kind of play. And then number three, what are the things on your personal and professional to-do list that you're going to accept that you just aren't going to do them at a certain level or degree, or you're willing to just be good enough at them? So across all of those questions, again, just the challenge to lower your expectations a little bit, just ease, ease, create a little bit of ease for yourself by doing so. So in summary, the three challenges for you, again, are one, don't do it all and simplify your life. So what's at least one thing you're going to cut from your to-do list? Now, if I were really challenging you, I'd ask, I'd actually ask you to cut like, at least 25% of the things on your to-do list. And then, you know, you can, you can choose and actually counter offer what's really going to feel comfortable for you. Okay. Number two of the challenges, reset your expectations, cut a should do and add a get to do. And then number three, lower your expectations. What are you going to allow yourself to let go and not strive and be excellent at? So with that, I hope you can create more space and find your pool of tranquility. And I really appreciate you listening today. If you have a listener question you'd like me to address or want to send on some feedback, please shoot me an email at podcast at sustainableambition.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd be so grateful if you would rate, review, and share it with others. 
thank you so much if you do that. I really appreciate it. So here's to cooling off for the remainder of the summer. Get into that pool of tranquility and um, enjoy yourselves. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sustainable Ambition Podcast. I hope you take away at least one learning or inspiration from today's conversation. Find more inspiring interviews and get show notes for this episode at sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode or my insider tips, guides, and tools by signing up for Sustainable Ambition Forum, my twice monthly newsletter. Sign up at sustainableambition.com slash subscribe. And remember, it's not about finding work-life balance. It's about building work-life resilience. Thanks again for joining me. Speak with you next time.